your girl Shells and welcome back to another episode of Mama Drama Podcast. We are joined by Alicia and a very special guest, Rob, who is from the... Go on. The social work on the mentor. Big up Nana. Yeah, you know the thing already, man. Mm. There we go. These guys are literally hitting the net by storm, yeah. I'm not going to lie. They literally just started not too long ago. I remember when Nana was DMing me saying, Shells, how do you do this? How do you do that? Now I'm seeing them going viral on TikTok and stuff like that. Guys, if you're obviously into social work content, if you're into youth work content, if you're into education content, even like politics and stuff like that, these guys are where it's at. They keep it 100. They talk from black male perspectives, but I'm not going to do too much talking in it. We've got Rob here. We had to drag him out of his bed Sunday morning. I tried, man. I tried, I tried, I tried. But yeah, he's not feeling his drip today because he's normally drippier. But, 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 he's got the grey and we're all matching. We're in sync. Can you see? Yeah. 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 And as you can see, guys, yeah, I think my tongue's good today. I said the drip's dripping. You can see the drinks here. Drip Shout out, Drip Hodge. Thank you for sending us these drinks. We are enjoying. Enjoying, we're lit, it's a vibe. We are going to be talking about serious things today. We're keeping it serious, um, but we also have to obviously put a light spin on it because the world is really heavy right now. Mm. If you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell. And if you are a listener, please rate us five stars where possible. Let's get straight into it. Rob, mm. tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you decided to then join the podcast and start that. Wait. All right, so yeah, my name's Robert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel shy you know, today, no, you're shy. Man, hey. He's a talk, you know, guys. No. He's a talker. No, we have, no, we have this effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When come in, we have this effect. Are we you know? intimidating? Like, oh, no, no, you mad. Listen, all right, okay, listen, yeah. Right. <laughs> I know, it's like, what? No. Go on, Rob, go on, tell yeah, us. Yeah, so my name's Robert. Um, gosh, do you know what? People always say to me, what do you do? Yeah. And I can't really answer it, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm quite... I'm quite unique in what I do. Okay, Correct. so I'm actually not a youth worker. Okay. Um, uh, I've got my youth worker qualifications. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I started as a TA in a school. Then I became a youth worker. Um, then I became a learning mentor in a secondary school. Then the school paid for me to be a qualified child counselor. Then from a qualified child counselor, I went to a local authority. Um, then I became sorry. Then I worked for the youth offending service. Um, then, um, I got headhunted to work in channel prevent. Um, so there's a whole heap of things that I do. So I can't even like really, yeah, you're a youth worker. Mm. I've actually got to think of a title of what I do, you know, mm. to, to cut it short. But I tell, just tell people I'm a behavior mental consultant specialist. That, that's that a mouthful. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, um, that's sort of like my title. Um, we're going to the podcast now. Hmm. I'm an idea man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always thinking of ideas. Um, my favorite word is organic. You know, the word organic, um, fresh, new, bringing something new to the table. And um, like everyone else, during COVID now, everyone was starting a podcast. And I thought, wow, this relationship thing and football and, oh, this is dead. It was not dead, but I just thought, I don't want to do the same thing everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And don't, let's not get it twisted. There's a massive market for that. But one day I was looking at my book, my phone book. You know, you know the thing already, yeah. It's not the black book, it's the brown book. Yeah. Right, yeah. And um, yeah, I was looking for the phone book one day and I'm thinking, wow, I've got some great people in my phone book. And what I mean and what I mean by that, 
professional-wise, thinking, wow, I've got barristers, solicitors, teachers, mentors, people that work for CAMS, uh, people that work in semi-independent, so on and so on and so on. So one day now, probably for about two, three weeks, I've done some case studying or research. Wow, there's no one on YouTube or social media that's actually really talking about um, our sector. Mm -hmm. Then I began to know there's quite a lot of social workers now. And I thought, right, you know, I actually work with social workers. Actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm probably an unqualified social worker. I can get my social worker qualification, but we'll go into that in a minute. Mm. Um, but, um, so, um, but yeah, so, and I thought, right, there's no one like really doing it, you know, or no one that works with all these professionals. So I thought, okay, do you know, um, let me just try a thing. So um, I started a podcast called um, Let's Talk With a Mohawk. Anyone that knows me, I've got the mohawk. It looks mm -hmm. a bit mad today, so that has not even coming off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you that today, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, so um, and um, it was good. Um, but I thought something's missing that kick, and I need someone to sort of like bounce off. Mm. So um, yeah, my brother Nana, um, what he didn't know, because me and Nana would, would talk for hours and hours just about work, you know, good conversation with substance. Just Nana by, can chat, guys. Yeah, oh, Nana can Nana talk. Can, listen, if, if you're talking for marathon, yeah? Yeah, that's the guy, man. <laughs> Big up Nana anyway. But um, yeah, so we were talking, I'm thinking, Wah! yeah, Nana. You know what I mean? So I thought I'm a mentor. He's a he's a, um, a social worker and we bounce with each other. We don't always agree, but that's nice. It's great conversation of substance, but we agree to disagree and mm -hmm. we just talk about what's going on in our sector. Mm -hmm. Um. We both deal with vulnerable young people, unfortunately, families, child protection, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, strategy meeting, so is he. And I thought, right, like, we're, we're sort of like crossing over. Mm -hmm. But once again, as I said before, he's a qualified social worker, um, but I specialize in youth offending. I'm a, I'm a probation officer. Mm -hmm. um, I work with trying to prevent. So everything that he does, I do, but we're two different titles and everything. Mm -hmm. But we're man them. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And sometimes you have to just talk the thing. Yeah, like, bruv, I don't like that, you know. Or they're jarring me, or they're getting on my nerves. Bruv, did you hear what bruv, bruv, bruv's doing? Do you understand? So, the world is changing. The world's changing. And sometimes, you need that man them like us to just talk the thing. Um, and as you said just now before, it's heavy right now in London, man. So, um, so yeah, that's how it started and everything. And listen, 2024, ah, jeez, it's going to be a mad thing. Mm. Yeah, man. Films, documentaries, events. It's all happening, man. T-shirts, hoodies, you name it, man. Um, imagine the process of opening my own semi-independent as well. So, um, yeah, things are going, man. So well I'm trying, done. I'm trying, I'm trying. Well done. I'm just trying to ting in it, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Can I can I just segue into yeah, this a yeah, little yeah. bit? No, no, the reason why I'm a manager of a team that specializes, well, they call us specialists, but I believe social workers, when you choose your field, your specialism is children, adults, mm. or whatever. We specialize in 11 to... 17 year olds okay. that are impact, impacted by child sexual exploitation, okay. yeah. DCE, yeah. and a whole other offer stuff. You're semi independent. Is it a specialist? Yeah, it's going to be one. Yeah. So, once again, the word organic, organicness. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things I've always wanted to do. Um, can I tell you a quick story? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Come on. Talk <laughs> All right. So, during COVID, once again, I was thinking of, um, I like writing things down. When I drive, I, I, I paint pictures. Um, that's why I'm getting into filming now because I've got this knack of I just paint pictures. It's almost like um, uh, like you know you put something out there and it happens. I'm sort of like like that. So during COVID now, one day I was bored and I thought this this in the house thing is just getting long. So I just went driving. Mm. 
last winter, I just went driving for a couple of days. And um, I ended up in Bournemouth. Anyway, now, so I've always wanted to open up my own semi-independent, but I didn't know at what capacity or um, what, what exactly, like. yeah, what it looks like. Yeah. Anyway, now, so <laughs> I like a bit of trash TV. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of love and hip hop and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, now, so what a love and hip hop one day, and it was it was like a counselling thing. It was like um, marriage couples um, who was on the verge of breaking up, or them, or their relationship is not going to plan. Mm-hmm. So the counselors and therapists, they put like, these programs together. The couples was in their house for like 10 days. The king was ah, this, this, this is all right, you know, like we need, we need stuff like this in the UK. So writing down things on paper, writing down things on paper, and I thought, oh my gosh, we don't have any wellbeing centers in London. No one's not doing it, mm-hmm. yeah? So it's a specialized wellbeing center. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, yes, education, Yes, we, we deal with safeguarding, making sure that we put the right plan in place for that particular young person. But it's all based around well-being and mental health. Mm-hmm. So it's a specialised centre. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a new thing, um, one of its kind. I'm actually trying to uh, do like a residential as well, mm-hmm. maybe from like weekends or um, Monday to Fridays. Um, so yes, yeah, it's going to be a specialised centre um, based around well-being and mental health that covers identity, um, choices and decisions and accountability. I think them three things, particularly for the young people that I work with particularly, they're the three main things that they sort of like, they need help with basically, yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm talking too much, you know. Amazing. Amazing, No, because when you're hearing, (laughs) when I'm hearing this, I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because these are the things that I identify with and I think what's missing and when we're seeing all this madness on the roads right now where the kids like stabbing each other, I've had conversations with shells. I've had conversations with my other social work colleagues and I'm like, mental health, man, mental health, the mental mm. health of these black boys um, and what they've experienced, PTSD. Like these are conversations yeah. that we're not having, cams are on their knees and they need support. And I've had this conversation and some people are like, stop using an excuse for these young people. And I'm like, it's not an excuse, it's what they've experienced. And then yeah. it pours out and then we see them make these bad decisions. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Do you know? Um. So, um. I go into a lot of semi-independence on a re- on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Um. It's part of my my current role. And um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You get to see everything. Like so obviously. So some of my kids are the young girls. Some of my kids are the boys. Um. So some of the girls. Um, I might do a room check with the key worker. She's <clears throat> got a period period pad in the corner. I'm like, how are you doing? Oh, I couldn't be bothered today. What do you mean you couldn't be bothered today? But it's mental health. Mm. It's well-being. Mm. She don't feel good about herself. Mm. She's not aware that, listen, as a woman, you need to pick up your ting in the corner, mm-hmm. put it in the bag and put it in the bin. Mm. Some of the boys, they've got their, um, they've got last week's corn, last week's cornflakes bowl in the corner, sir. You're thinking, right, listen, pick up the ting, go and wash. Mm-hmm. You know, um, also, um, there's abuse, you know, um, and... I don't, know, I don't know if I if I can get deeper, but you know, all right. So even like I'm um, on the job, right? Yeah, I learned about um them being um, maybe sexually abused. Um, I, I one case one time where um he kept um peeing in his shoes and um doing a number two and putting a number two or shit yeah in um bags mm. and putting it underneath the bed. Mm. And when the key worker when the key worker's calling me now, she's like, right, Bob, you need to come now. So she's giving me a scarf now. I go into the room. Like, what's that smell? You know, it was so bad. Like I. I I, the, the smell was in, in, my, in my throat for about 10 days, you know. <coughs> it was awful, you know. 
<laughs> Bella way now, I learned um, that, um, that this young person had been sexually abused. Mm. I'm like, what? No, in my counselling, I learned that, but I didn't... You didn't put it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, straight away. Yeah. But then when I was formed by the psychotherapist, and she goes, yeah, he's been abused. I go, nah, are you sure? And then probably about maybe four weeks after that, he broke down and told me. So it's very much on the job training as well like with a lot of these things. Because some things, funny things you're not prepared for, man. But um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's mad. Mm. It's mad. Yeah, I mean, the reason why we, we wanted to get you on was to like look at and explore like the current what's going on. The epidemic. The epidemic, yeah. Like what is actually happening in London? And I'm just honing in on London because a lot of us are Londoners. Mm. Yeah, we are all Londoners, yeah. Obviously, we do have listeners in USA, um, India as well. Mm. But London is the city, the, I would say that one of the biggest cities mm. in the UK um, in terms of economic, in terms of multicultural mm in terms of different religions and all of that. So you've got like a large demographic of different people mm -hmm. who live in London. Um, and mm -hmm. I think obviously we know what we've been hearing, but obviously they may not know. So in terms of what's been going on, um, and I'll say it's been happening for a long time now, mm. a very long time where there are gangs and where young black boys um, and it's not only black boys, but it's predominantly young black boys mm. are using knives. They are using guns, but predominantly knives because you can get your hand on a they're knife. They're swords, mm. man. They're, they're not even, yeah, yeah they're yeah. not even knives anymore. Yeah. They're not your standard Ikea kitchen. Yeah. They're literally they're the size of your thigh from mm. your hip, mm -hmm. yeah? Yeah, yeah? And they are using these weapons. And we did highlight in the ex-police officer app. Yeah, mm. make sure you guys check it out. But they're using these sorts of weapons, this armed artillery mm. to go and kill yeah. essentially mm -hmm. another young black person mm. now i want to get into it because there's just so many angles that we can look at it at this from um for, first of all rob like have you and even you leash have you had any kind of like first-hand experience with a young person either it be through work or a family member that you're aware of even a friend that either has stabbed someone you don't need to disclose that on the pub or has been a victim of that violence. Yeah. Yeah, it's standard. Mm. It's, it's normal. It's, but, but the normality is a dysfunction, but it's now normalised. But it's normal, yeah. I'll tell you a quick story. <laughs> Not a quote, uh, uh, something I went through. So, um, in 2000 and... What are we in? 23 now, isn't it? 2021, um, I had a caseload of about 40 young people I lost seven of them to knife crime. They're no longer here. The lot, one, one of them, I remember, I went to the gym, I came home, it's probably about six o'clock in the morning. I kept getting bare um, messages on my duty phone. I'm like, what's going on here? But sometimes, like... Um, you uh, need to switch off. You need to switch off. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm not going to answer this thing until like 9 or 10 o'clock. Mm. And like, it just kept getting worse. I thought, right, something's happened. I was thinking, what's, what's going on? So they told me that one of my um, uh, uh, cases had passed away. Obviously, um, I actually spoke to the case 24 hours ago. So what are you talking about? I remember what I just had my brother just cried. But you know what? That was months and months of the whole um, losing not just one, several mm. of them. And I just cried and cried and cried and cried. And you know what? Looking back now, I didn't even um, go to counselling or therapy. And they offered it to me. Mm. Um, but I think I've just become so, it's just become so normalised. And that's what it is now. It's like making a cup of tea. 
oh yeah, did you hear someone got stabbed? Oh, okay. And everyone just keeps it moving. Mm. But it's a dysfunction mm. and it's a bad dysfunction. And um, it's horrible. Mm. But I've just become quite cold and shallow and immune to it now. And um, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, it's almost like it's imp- implanted in me where to a degree it's like, um, all right, um, where were they living? Where's mum and dad? Um, what was what was the scenario? Was it was it gang related? So I've got it. It's almost like it's very. It's, it's like it's part of my daily routine now. I just expect it now because your process thought is that methodical. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, and um, I know what it needs to be done, but mm-hmm. um, tell us. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there because yeah. I still want us to explore this further. Like, yeah. why do we feel that? Why is this happening, essentially? What, what If somebody asks you who didn't live in London, didn't know nothing about UK mm. culture, UK lifestyle, and they done like a survey or whatever, and that came up, yeah? What would your explanations be for the reasons why young black boys are victims of violence? Can I say? Go ahead. There's two things. So I watched the news night. I don't know if you watched the news. I hate watching the news, man. <laughs> but news nights was, was really good, yeah? Because it spoke about why why is it happening why has mm. it been an ep- epidemic why when did it start mm. yeah and it went way yeah. back and i agree with the views that they had on newsnight um because i believe i believe in what the labor government were doing at the time in regards to having children centers mm. yeah and having youth clubs yeah yeah i think they were very integral in the community and I used it. I don't know if you used it. I don't know if you used yeah, that. We children's yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used that. And actually, it was a good place for young people to come together. Yeah. You could be making music. You can just be jamming. You can mm. be chilling. And everything was cool. And I think the removal of that made such a significant mm. impact on the communities in different areas. What were the kids left to do? Mm. So if you didn't like sports... Mm. Not all children like sports. What else is then being done? Yeah. yeah. And if that's taken away, what then are you expecting them to do? Yeah. And then think about how times change and you've got the internet. Mm-hmm. And then you have to look at the influences and what are they talking about? And then how that influences then those young people. Yeah. Then you have the other side of it. Because I was looking at one blog and I saw a lot of people from our community were blaming the parents, mums mm. especially, mm. yeah? Mums and their sons. Mm. And mums willing to cover up for their sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and fatherless households mm. and how that was impacting on the young men of today who mm. are going to be young young men walking on the street and doing... And I'm afraid, if I'm being honest, that what they're going to even turn out as adults. Mm. But those were two narratives what I saw yeah. the most. And then there was a third one that we don't do enough mm. as a black community. No, we don't, though. We don't. We, yeah. think, we think we are, but we're not. Yeah, but mm. we're not. But what are what is it that we should be doing in, in the respect of resources? Because I think that the government taking away certain things mm. has made a massive impact. Yeah, yeah. A massive, massive, massive mm. impact. And it can't only just be like, what are we going to do as a community? Also, what are you going to provide us to help us at the mm. same time? Because it's not only impacting on our community, it's impacting on the city. It's impacting on major cities. 
all up north, then then yeah. the same sort of situ- situation that we're in. It's the same communities as well that's fighting each other and doing stuff. What are we getting to help mm. us? Because I'm sure there's loads of influential people, people like yourself that have yeah. um, loads of ideas about how we could do things. Yeah. People like myself who manage yeah. teams that we have loads of ideas about what mm. we can do and talk up the talks. Like you said, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let's yeah. be real and look at it. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's so many different stuff. Almost like, where do you start? Mm. How do we start? All right, but well, this is this is where we start. Okay, right, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down into a couple of different um things. Okay, right, yeah. So um, it starts at home first of all, mm. right, yeah. But before I get to home, I'm gonna get to school before I get to home, right, yeah. So mm. I go into a lot of schools, mm. um, and I talk to a lot of young people, and forget the teachers. Mm. I'm asking the young people, what do we need to do? They're the ones that are telling us, mm-hmm. not the adults. Mm-hmm. What do you want? So first of all, unfortunately, um, there needs to be more workshops in primary schools. See, year five and six, right? We need to do um, transition programs where we're preparing them for secondary yeah, schools, yeah. right? And what I mean by transition is you talk to them about um, grooming. You talk to them about um, gang relation. You talk to them about knife crime. These are potential things that you're going to hear or see when you go into secondary school. Because if they're alert from young, and they're like, oh, oh yeah, um, this guy's trying to groom me, or um, oh, they're talking gang talk, or um, even things like um, uh, the family home, mm-hmm. yeah? I always use Timmy as an example now, yeah? Now, um, unfortunately, we live in a world where mum and dads do break up. Yeah, they don't, <clears throat> they don't um, um, stay together. From young, teach them about, because for me, um, I always ask the young people, does school prepare you for real life? And a lot of them say to me, Robert, no, it doesn't. And for me, the world is changing. And for me, that has to be a priority. Mm. We need more lessons <clears throat> on the, in the school curriculum where you talk about life skills. But one day, Timmy's going to meet a girl. One day, they might break up. One day, they might have a baby. One day, um, Timmy might not be able to see his child anymore. One day, Timmy might um, be involved in a DV. Timmy, no, don't put your hand in a woman. Teach them. Mm. Let's mold them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's nurture him. And for me, the nurturing is not there. Mm. It's very business-like, mass and English. Oh, let's um, read Mice and Men. I'm not trying to say that's not, not saying that's not important. Learning how to read is important. Learning how to do subtraction and math is important. But listen, in 2023, when the world is in a very fucked up, bad place right now, life skills is very important, more than ever right now. It's a necessity. Mm. You know what I'm coming from? Like, yeah, a lot of these boys... They don't know how to control their emotions. You say to a black boy, um, oh, um, you're going counselling. Oh, no, later. No, I'm not doing that. Straight away, zoom, he puts his guard up. Because mm. he hears the word counselling or therapist or psychotherapist. Yeah? So we've got to think of different names to make it sound a little bit more cooler. You know, so it could be like life coach. What's a life coach? Oh, no, 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 no. They're not silly, you know? Even life coach, maybe mm. it's not the terminology. But we've got to think of cooler names to... I allow them to like be comfortable and opening up. And a lot of them, it's, um, as they say, oh, nah, Robert, nah, I'm not a pussy, you know? Yeah? They put their guard up. It's um, being comfortable with your vulnerability. And that's the problem. They're not comfortable with their vulnerability. Yeah? Um, a young person told me last week, Robert, young people are obsessed with violence. And we're obsessed with violence due to lack of opportunity. So they said to me, I'm like, rah, that was deep. Listen, I got in my car now. I was like, whoa, that was a deep statement. 
He said, we are, we are obsessed with violence due to lack of opportunity. Do you think that's because of what they're surrounded by? Because there was another thing that I saw about <clears throat> road guys that have children and then how they nurture those children. Yeah. And are they being vulnerable, yeah, with their children? Or are they choosing to be like roadman lifestyle and it goes through and through irrespective? So... I'll be interested even to even look at research to see yeah. like where those some of those children that make those decisions, where do they come from? What is their background? And you need like a real social worker and stuff to understand actually is yeah. that person this and that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To, yeah. to capture it. But I'll be interested to see where where it stems from. Because you also get young people, like you just said, yeah. they love violence. Yeah, yeah. But I've worked on a case whereby not I've worked on it, but it's been in my team where this young boy, he comes from a middle-class family. Mm. I mean, have money. Mm. Not black, mm. they have money. Mm. But he's choosing road life. And I would like to I would like to kind of see what is that? Mm. And is that replicated also in the black community? Is it, mm. can they come from families whereby they're affluent and they still choose that lifestyle? Yeah. Mm. All right, so... Can I, can I just say, yeah, I'm going to, because <clears> we, we just um, spoke about a point and I, you mentioned some key things, Rob, which I disagree with (laughs) (laughs) so I just want to highlight that um I think that the schools and I think that again with um with foster the ex-police officer that we had on the schools are there to educate yeah yeah? um and I think that at some point in our history as black people we need to stop pointing outwards and start looking at the fingers that are pointing inwards Mm. Um, and I do feel like when I sit here and I think about like, why, 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 why? There's various factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of which you've highlighted. Yeah. I do feel like where your origins have a massive, massive role mm-hmm. and impact on who you become, yeah. what you're going to do, yeah. who you're associated with. Yeah. Yeah. I also strongly believe, though, that once you do become a certain age, and you are exposed mm. to certain things, you're likely to be influenced. So yeah. you've mentioned two key points there, yeah? Um, one is that there are some black boys who come from, I'll say, we- decent families, isn't it? Mm. Their mum might be working a decent job. They've got enough money. They're not struggling, like, and they're okay. The mum mm. can provide them and the dad can provide them with whatever they need, and they're absolutely mm. fine. But they still make the active decision yeah. mm-hmm. to become involved in that lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the narrative of the young black boys who grow up, have grown up in council estates, yeah, poverty. in poverty. Mm. Their mum's working a carer's job, but there's nothing wrong with being a carer. But we know that's not a high income mm-hmm. role, mm-hmm. yeah. Your dad is not about. You don't know who your dad is. Your mum mm-hmm. might be pregnant again mm-hmm. and has a few other children. Mm-hmm. Now you're the primary care of those children whilst your mum's out mm-hmm. doing her job. Yeah. That narrative is very different because you're trying to survive. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're saying, okay, cool. How can I make money Mm -hmm. so I can just live? Mm -hmm. So I can have the crepes? Mm -hmm. So I can have the garms? Because those social pressures are real. real. But then once again, it's what I'm saying to you. It's the lack of opportunity. No, absolutely. And I agree with what that young person said. So there's there's A, an element, and I think it is to a very... Poverty is real. It's a very real thing, mm-hmm. but that's a percentage. Mm-hmm. Then we have another percentage of young people who are influenced by their the culture. Mm-hmm. They're influenced by what they see. Yeah. They're groomed. They're exploited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they also get trapped in a lifestyle. Something that I was thinking about was that 
back in the day, mm. maybe back 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 in the day, it used <laughs> to be ends. Like, so yeah. if you're from London Fields, I'm just using East London examples. You're yeah. from London Fields, and you know you're not ramping with someone from South because they're from South, innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you can walk down the main high road, yeah. On this side of the high road, you're still E9 or you're still E5 or you're still E8. But on this side, you're from that area. And on that side, you're from that area. Then you got these two that are from the same E8. Your your postcode is exactly the same, Mm. you know. You Mm. walk across the road. It's a different gang. Across that road is another gang. It's round the corner. Mm. And you guys are killing each other. Now, I'm sitting here thinking now, what is this? It's mental health. There was also what I find as well <clears throat> is some of these young people that come through. This is just from my experience. Yeah, just through mm. working, some of these are, are bridging from school, primary yeah. school. Yeah, and they will be like, "That's my yeah, op. That's yeah, been my yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. but he's now my op." And you're like, "The heck? Mm. So yeah. what? You're literally gonna stab him?" At? And they literally do this mm. though. They will do this and they will gloat about this. They will snap about it, yeah. rid it. It will capture everything. I've learned so much of these young people. Social me- media mm-hmm. is a mazar, yeah? It is yeah. so crazy yeah. 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 how it influences so much of the culture. Yeah. Because it is a culture for yeah, them. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a scary, scary-ass culture. Mm. And I'm a bit with shells in this. When we talk about school, I'm, mm. I'm a bit with that as well. I do think it's a bit of both, though. Mm-hmm. I do think education should come from school, yeah, yeah. but I don't think it should come from teachers. Yeah, I yeah. think it should be people coming outside, outsource, mm. to come in schools mm. to prepare them. Yeah. But I don't necessarily feel it should be part of a curriculum. That's but, the yeah, but, but the thing, but then that's the, but, but then, now, you know, actually, I mean, like, you're both right, 100%, like, you've made fantastic points, and you are right, because school is, I mean, I'm not blaming schools, by the way, mm-hmm, right? I'm mm-hmm. just saying that I'm, um, Children spend a lot of time in school. Mm. They spend more time in school than than, than they do with their own parents. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So while you're there, right, yeah, and, and you're absolutely right because there's actually um, some schools that block professionals going in mm. to do that to like maybe deliver workshops or talks on could be vulnerabilities or um, knife crime or dealing with your emotions or mental health or well being or relationships, whatever, whatnot. But these are vital things, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is as well, like, um, these children are crying out for help. Mm. They're crying out for help. They're saying, listen, help me. Mm. Right, yeah. But silently, mm. what do I need to do? Um, so for me, it's like, um, like, you are absolutely right, man. But I think what probably needs to happen a bit more is that, um, um, all right, like the rappers, mm. right, yeah? Mm. Because if you think of young people, who are the people that they look up to? They adore the rappers. They adore the actors. Like, if you're a top boy actor, oh my God, that's their guy, right? Yeah. So this is where it's like, okay. I agree with you. I think I even know where you're alluding to because I was thinking about yeah, this yeah, yeah. before we even done yeah, this yeah, recording yeah. because I think they have so much so much of a heavy influence. Massive influence. Massive what are influence. they doing? What? And they will say it's not their responsibility. But I would say take ownership and accountability also mm. in what you're doing. So if you don't agree with certain stuff, because if it was them in the shoes of that parent, mm. what would they do? Yeah. What would they look at? Mm. Yeah. I'm it's gonna like flip a, it though. It's, it's, a, it's a double. It's a it's double a sided double sword, e- I yeah. think. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's difficult because you have to manage it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna say that in the black community, personally, 
Um, and maybe this might not be generally from my family, but I do feel like there is a lack of positive black male presence. Mm. Yeah. So if we don't have positive black male influence, yeah, mm. as black adult men mm. doing positive black things within mm. the community actively, yeah. and you've got them either sending young boys out to shop, mm. sending young boys out to crunch, mm. doing mad things, yeah, mm. dra- whatever, yeah, and it's negativity. That is what is going to influence our young yeah. people, right? Yeah. That's what they're seeing. Mm. Yeah, if they're exposed to that lifestyle, that's what they're seeing. Yeah. And then you've got people who rap, who did it, who might have lived a lifestyle. Now they're glorifying it because mm. I'm showing you, cool, I've come from nothing. Yeah, yeah. And now I've got the chains, I've got the girls, I'm in a club, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they do have a responsibility. Absolutely. I don't disagree with you. But I want to know where are the pos- positive black males? Where are they? Because yeah. these, these kids need that. That's what, especially <clears throat> young black men. Once a boy reaches a certain age, you don't need his mum anymore. Yeah. You need your dad. Mm-hmm. You don't go fishing with your mum. No, I, yeah. I agree. You go fishing with your dad. So where are the men? What are the dads doing? Yeah. yeah. And that is, I'm going to put that out there. Where are they? Yeah, but can yeah. I just spin it then just a little bit? Yeah. Mm. Just before you speak. Yeah. I think when we talk about black, I also think we need to be specific sometimes as well. Okay, go on. And I'm going to take this ownership as a Caribbean woman. Yeah, okay. It's in our community, the Caribbean community. Yeah. Because a lot of the names that you see that are coming up, they're yeah. from our community. Mm-hmm. They're Caribbeans. 100%. And then you have yeah. to look at our history as yeah. Caribbeans mm-hmm. and the history of... I'm a single mum, like I said, yeah, but I don't come from a single... Yeah. Um, parent household yeah, yeah, yeah. I come I come as a nuclear family mm. and I think the times are changing in regards to how Caribbeans in Great Britain I can't speak for anywhere else because I know this experience mm-hmm. and what mm. we've been experiencing is the lack of that yeah. the lack of the, the the father in the home mm. and I think it's all too so much common and almost accepted enough mm-hmm. thing. it is and Massive. I think it imp- because you got to see the names. The names that you see are Caribbean names. Mm, mm, mm. You see this. You, mm. see, you can't ignore that. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. ignorant to be acting yeah. like it's all black. No, it's actually it's predominantly Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Caribbean boys. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then you have to then draw it back even yeah, further. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So um, all right. So um, a local authority that I work for, um, before COVID started, um, they set up. Basically, they got a shitload of money. And um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna tell you the amount, but it was a big amount of money. <laughs> tell um, me after I might want to work for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, now so they um, put together this fantastic program, and um, at the time in 2021, they kept using a word called Bain. B A M E. Yeah, that. All right, yeah, right, Bain. Okay, right, yeah. But what they found is that there was a certain criteria of black African minority ethnic groups was affected during COVID. Mm. They also found as well that the BAME, Black African minority ethnic group, young people had 80% of single parent mothers without fathers. Yeah. Mm. So that's Black African Caribbean. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, there's more, mm. but Black African Caribbean. Mm. So there's African Caribbean. Mm-hmm. That's Jamaican, St. Lucia, mm-hmm. Ghanaian, Nigerian. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. So in London right now, mm-hmm. both schools are black African. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the school, mo- most of the young, most of the young people are black students. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it real, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, as you said before, and it's a massive thing what you said it before, it's just there's a lot of single parent mothers. Mm-hmm. There's too many single single parent mothers outweigh 
couples that are together. Mm. You're thinking, what's going on here? And this is the problem as well. And this is why I big up women so much, especially black women, because um, not just black women, but all women that are single, anyway. But um, if we're talking about black Caribbean African women right now, there's a lot of them are single. And a lot of them need help. Mm. A lot of them are doing mummy and daddy's job. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, I want to have my probation youth offending hat on. Yeah. When I go to court with these young people, right, 99% of the time, daddy's not there. There's mm-hmm. no dads. Mm-hmm. There's no dad at all. Yeah. yeah I asked, right. where are the black men? Yeah. Where are they? They're not there. But I've spin it. I had this case whereby it was all in the media and whatever, the work, and we contacted the dad. And the dad was like, he was being prevented by the mum, not allowing him to be part of mm-hmm. that family unit and allowing him to put his input into... And it was a stabbing, by the way. Someone died and all this yeah. sort of stuff. And he was like, she wasn't allowing him to be part of the unit to put his input. Now, she weren't great. She weren't communicating. Yeah, yeah. We were being very specific as well. So I made sure there was a black social worker. Yeah, yeah. He was, wasn't old, wasn't, was quite young, kind of. He was out there trying to engage and she wasn't engaging. Mm. Yeah, she wasn't engaging. He engaged to a certain degree, but only to say what his qualms were. Mm. And then it was like, I hear your qualms, but what are you doing about it? And mm. I think sometimes the case is you can make noise, but what are you actively doing at the same time? So me and Nana, right, yeah? And one thing me and Nana, so a, lo- a large part of my caseload is fathers are always reaching out to me. Yeah. Well, but I'm fed up, you know? And, you know, I've, I think it's quite important that I say that as a black man, as a black man, also as a parent as well. I think it's very important that I say this as well, right, yeah? And we talk about community, right, yeah? One of the things that needs to happen in our community, right, yeah, with organisations and, you know, coming together, right, yeah, we need more togetherness. Sometimes it just gets to the point, like mothers and fathers, like forget blaming each other. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you um a slight um preview of what I'm doing now. So I'm actually doing a, a short film right now. Yeah. Um, it's called Dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now you're thinking, Rah! what's man talking about? Mm. So it's not what you're thinking. It's D dot I dot C. An acronym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stands for depriving an innocent child. Mm-hmm. It's a film I'm actually making right now. Okay, mm-hmm. right, yeah. So it's called Depriving an Innocent Child. And it's based on um a man meeting a woman, a woman meeting a man, everything nice, to drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're dating, yeah. Yeah. Texting, talk on the phone, sending Jody C tunes to each other. Yeah. <laughs> All them, yeah. Yeah. Two boys sipping than jagged ace tunes and everything, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> And the baby comes. Yeah. Baby comes and... <sighs> Things ain't sweet. <laughs> man ain't getting on loving no more. He's thinking, right, what's going on here? She's a little bit miserable. She's overtired. And then things just go left. And then mm. unfortunately, things just seem to be going more left than right, unfortunately, mm. right? Yeah, which is part of life. So the point I was trying to make in this short film that I'm doing is that we've got to do better, guys. Because one of the things I kept hearing last year, the mum, the mum, the mum, the mum. No, no, no. Stop blaming the mum. Make accountability. Yeah. yeah. Because as a man, as a black yeah. man, yeah, right, yeah, you got to do better. And that's the point I'm trying to get across. Mm. We all got to do better. There's lack of togetherness. Mm. And that's the problem. Stop putting down each other. Mm. Yeah. After a while, it's jarring. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 
it, it it's null and void. Yes. It's not it's not furthering anything with no. the child. Like you're just arguing for the sake of arguing to have points. Mm-hmm. Like, and the person that loses out is the, the child. child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why yeah. I called it depriving an mm. innocent child. Because sometimes you have to do things have to appear on screen sometimes to, to resonate with people. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, did you see that film? Yeah, yeah. To give them some self-reflection and everything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Everything, yeah. man. So um also another point would to be add adding onto that is what that child is exposed to. So when the parents are having passer and they're oh. not agreeing with each other, that child is now exposed to conversations that they shouldn't even be hearing, mm. like to levels of detail and all this. Because people be petty. Yeah? Listen, guys, sometimes I'm, I'm, uh, over the years, um, I do home visit, oh, I've got a case. Mum and dad are telling the child, well, mm. what are you doing? Oh, yeah, um... We broke up because your mum had a, um, uh, an affair. Had an affair. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you... that's, and that's what I was alluding to. Too much information. Too much. Mm-hmm. Too much, too much, man. But you have to remember as well, um, parents need help. Parents need a lot of help. Absolutely. And I think sometimes in my job role, um, even though I'm working with a child, the parents are ringing me like six o'clock in the morning. Mm. But then you know why? And then I have to realize, oh, actually, they need help as well. Mm. They need to vent. They need a safe space. Mm-hmm. They're going through it. Sometimes fathers want to talk to like another man. This is what I'm going through. And yeah, it may be a bit of a pain, but but then I think, no, no, do you know, I need to show some empathy as a professional. I mm-hmm. think this man is going through hardship. He wants to communicate with his ex-partner, but mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how. Mm-hmm. And he's he, like, help me. Like, what do I do? And then sometimes I go talk to the mum, listen, mum, do you know what right? Yeah, and be that in between. But we need more of that. We need more togetherness. And I just think there's a lack of togetherness mm-hmm. in the community, in our black community. And mm-hmm. um, we're just blaming each other, unfortunately. And we're blaming each other to the point we are, um, without realising it, boy, we're, neglect- we're neglecting the children. Yeah, you're looking after them, feeding them, roof over their head, clothing them. But here, what now? Mentally, emotionally, right, yeah? We are forgetting our children. Not on purpose. And that's what's happening. Which is why they turn bad, they're looking for love, right? Yeah, because yes, remember these children—they're very clued up, you know. Nowadays, you know, very very clued up. Like these girls nowadays, she's—they're like thirteen, going on eighteen already. Yeah, that's a it's problem. scary, you know. Mm. The boys—they want to be men too quick. Yeah, mm. too quick. And what it is, they watch us. They're watching the lack of togetherness, the lack of togetherness from mum and dad. Oh yeah, my dad's just always arguing with my mum, you know. Oh yeah, man. Because I hear them at the school, I'm thinking, wow. How do you guys feel about that? Oh, yeah, but dad, Robert, my dad's a waste man, you know. Oh, but yeah, you see, my mum, she's always moaning, you know. Oh, yeah, I heard him on the phone last night. And you hear it regularly. There's a lack of togetherness. And, you know, instead of, like, I, I hate the word baby mother. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. No, no woman should be called baby mum. Yeah, that is your child's mum or your child's father. Like, yeah. Have you even thought of that word anyway? Like, I'm, I'm always curious, you know, who thought, who thought of these words? It's mm. actually quite negative and toxic to be honest with you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, we've got to do better though. Do you know what I mean? Can and, I just um, pick up on something that you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a massive problem as well. So from relationships that parents have and where young black boys see their dads as waste men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a massive, massive yeah, 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 problem. Yeah. Because you touched on it and I agree with it. Yeah. There's a certain point as a mother mm. that you can rear your son. Yeah. And there's a certain point where the father's supposed to take over. 
However, if you've exposed your child to your mum as a cheat and she's she's a hoe, she's boxed out mm. how many mans and all this sort of stuff, mm. he's now not rating you about how he's talking about your mum. So how is mm. he going to rate you when you're trying to install discipline mm. and boundaries? Mm -hmm. Because he ain't even fearing you. Mm. Now, when I was growing up, <laughs> I fed <laughs> did my not. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It weren't even about the licks, even yeah. though we got licks. Yeah. yeah? It, when you get yeah. to a certain age, you don't get licks no more. So you yeah, just yeah. have fear of your parents, their disapproval, what they think yeah, of you, what, what your think. family. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you don't rate people, then you don't care. They're not scared, you They're not. They're, now that's the thing. There's no one. There's no authoritative <laughs> figure. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. There's no one to say, okay, cool, mm. fix up yourself, pull up your pants, yeah, yeah and go to school. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to see you chilling on the corner mm. doing what you're doing. Get your ass in school now. There's no one to have yeah, that yeah, conversation yeah. with them. Yeah. So from time, there's no one to have that conversation. Do you think they're gonna fear the police? They don't. Yeah. They don't. Do you think they're gonna fear the police? They do you don't. think they're gonna fear the court system? You know, yeah. Anything that we put in place they as a do. society, which is boundaries yeah. they're not going to do any of that because she's like you're a joker parents. like yeah. you're just another you're a white man you're a pig you're this yeah, you're yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. do you get what i mean but it's because they don't have that fear they don't have somebody to say to whip them into mm. shape essentially yeah. and i'm not saying that parents need to be harsh and they need to no boundaries yeah. boundaries my son will say stuff like me that yeah cool 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 Am I your am I your little veteran? <laughs> my mum switched on my son, yeah, 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 on, yeah. On, on Friday. There was an arrangement, he's supposed to get a job. My mum said, I'm gonna find out. And he was like, cool, cool, cool. She's like, you And I think respect. it's and it's true, you yeah. have to have boundaries because I have boundaries still 100%. with my grandparents and stuff. 100%. I have boundaries with my uncle and auntie. Mm. At the age that I am, mm. I still have those things installed yeah. in me. Would and I think sometimes you want to be brethren of your good child. Hundred percent. Mm. What do you guys think about this? So, um, I was reading actually an article, actually in the Guardian last week. Yeah, you know, the Guardian and the Times. You know, one reads them <laughs> newspapers and everything. But no, it's, it's good. To, it's good. It's good. Guardian Times when to read. No, 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 no. You know, sometimes it's good to read like these. Um, remember these are see the Guardian and the Times. Um. Remember, these newspapers are I know. to the masses. Yeah. You know, they, they, it's to the upper mm. class mm -hmm. and you know the the, uh, the Ofsted and the education. So you know, when mm. them articles are there, it's like okay, everyone's reading this thing, yeah. Mm. And um, one of the things that's lacking, there's no more Saturday schools anymore. Right? Yeah. Right. Cool. Now this is a thing, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. There's people talk about funding issues. No, let me, let me tell you something. People are making good money nowadays. Yeah. Mm. Right. Because I know if I got me. And I got a next other don, and a next other man, dim, and next other man, dim, right? Yeah, and we put like, right, listen, you man, let's put two bills to get reached month, right? Yeah, we can get this haul for like at least six months. This is just an example and everything now. And then, um, right, listen, do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna employ like, mm, let's say five members of staff, but we're gonna make sure we employ five, three teachers and two TAs, right? Yeah, and we'll take, um, we'll do like nine to eleven. Uh, maybe like um, uh, an hour break and then like one to three. Do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And it's lacking. Because I'll tell you what, right, yeah. If you got more Saturday schools to maybe implement the things that are missing actually in the school, right, yeah, it makes a difference. You know, it will make a difference. What am I even talking about? It will make a difference. You're talking so much sense, man. I like you. Do you guys even know the reason why Saturday schools were even put in place in the beginning? No, you know no, the reason no, why? I don't, I don't know. 
All right. So if you watch, um, I can't remember who made the films, but there was a thing on BBC where there was like black films coming out and okay. it was about all different stuff with the Caribbean culture, the wind rush and when it oh, came over. Okay, okay, Basically, right. Saturday schools were put in place, as you well know. Um, they say that black boys, black Caribbean boys, again, I'm mm. going to go, I'm going to go back to us again. Yeah. Um, are doing worse academically in school back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. yeah when the yeah. wind rush came and whatever. So what the black community done is they said, no, nah, our boys are not going to be failing. What we're going to do is we're going to put in weekend extra work. Mm. And what they had is their own teachers and they had black teachers teaching. I went to a Saturday school. I don't know about you guys, but I went mm. to a Saturday school growing up mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. And they implemented this to make sure mm. that these boys were getting the education that they needed because, mm. as they say, black boys yeah. statistically do worse in GCSEs mm. all that type of stuff yeah. across all diff- different ethnicities. Mm. Yeah, That was the purpose and the place of Saturday schools. Mm. And then, like you said, it dwindled. But it's interesting that you say this now mm. of the effect of bringing back Saturday school because that thing that we're saying that is lacking in education is a thing that can be put back in place again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And you put your child back into that yeah. system again. Yeah. You say, we're now taking control. 100%. We're going to use our own people to educate you, mm. to give you the skills that we yeah. do not think you're getting from school, yeah. which was originally done, if I'm right, it was done from the 90s. Mm. That was rolled out. And everyone, I, I knew enough people that went that Saturday, Saturday school. school. Yeah, yeah. And we were taught by black teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was black. It yeah, was Caribbean, yeah. to be yeah, fair. Yeah. It was, back then there weren't that many African people around, but it was all Caribbeans. Mm. And we went Saturday school and there were Saturday schools dotted all over the place. 100%. And it was a regular thing that your parents, no matter yeah. what, Margaret Thatcher's hands, like I told you, it was mm. hard. We were going to Saturday school, mm. so I think you've kind of got like you've yeah. got a little gem there because that's the thing. Because you know the thing as well, right? Yeah. Um. Like. Like okay, so I know a lot of great black professionals, mm-hmm. women and men. We're on good money. Yeah, we're on decent money. Right? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes, sometimes I spend five bills a month on rubbish that might be buying, might be buying trainers that I don't need or two pair of jeans. I'm like, these jeans are heavy I'm getting these jeans or um, like I love travelling like every month I'm out I just came back from Sweden it was a mad thing yeah <laughs> but um, you know so but the point I'm trying to make right yeah we all earn good money and I'll tell you what right yeah um, there, there is no issue in London right now in 2023 for everyone to, do, to um, everyone to um, donate £100 mm-hmm. yeah if you've got 10 people yeah donating um, £100 mm-hmm. a grand mm-hmm. yeah there are some halls all over London mm-hmm. they're only asking like like fifty pound an hour yeah. or something even smaller than that. that. Is it. Yeah. Do you understand? And sometimes they're like, okay, right, I'll do a deal with you. All right. Um, is it is fifteen hundred for three months, mm. and then you go to the schools. Oh, hi, we're running a temp- we're running a, um, a temporary safe space Saturday school for blah 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 blah. But these are alternatives that we can do. Mm. Listen, let me tell you something. I've got I've, ugh, right. You've got ideas. You're an ideas man. I'm an ideas man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I can't do it by myself. Yeah. Just mm. I'm coming from right. Yeah. So there are alternatives and everything, right? Yeah, but we must come together. And once mm. again, it is community, um, but creatives, mm. yeah. And people that's not no long thing. Like, see me, I'm not in the, the long thing talk. Mm. We're doing this thing. Let's make it happen. You've got an investor, I believe. Because was, and 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 I believe that we have to invest in yeah, our community. Absolutely. Because, like I said, I'm worried about how these young men and women who are of today that are in this culture, what what will they become? Mm. This is supposed to be our legacy, guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like I said, I'll go back to the Caribbean. We came on the rim rush. This was not how it was supposed to be ending. Mm. Not on this level of, mm. of this yeah. violence and what we're known for. And like you said, there are so many, so many black um, women and men who are who are high and who are in places mm. and should be celebrated more. But actually, we need to be thinking about what's the generation after us? Yeah, yeah. And we need to invest in our generation. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if the government ain't, who else is? Mm. But, yeah, but you know, as well as, but, this is another thing that frustrates me as well. I'm never going to call it, I'm not, I'm not going to say no names right yet, but even sometimes with people like in the limelight, they don't do enough as well. You might reach out to them by email or Instagram or LinkedIn, whatever, whatnot. They're not getting back to you. Mm. Yeah. You might reach out to their PR people. But yeah, because there are certain names that are game changers out there. Mm. And I tell you this now, if you get their code sign, right, yeah, it, it will it will go a hundred miles and, and, and there's some, right, yeah, mm. like it will blossom. But sometimes it's hard to get to the to the mm. to, to the game players and, yeah. and, 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 and 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 the top people out there. So for me, um, uh, I always say to Nana, right? Yeah, bruv, let's reach out to the MP. So, example, so um, um, Nana is um, is a social worker, mm. and I'm going to be honest with you, like young people don't rate social workers. I also believe in society, social workers are not given the recognition and the respect that they deserve. Mm. But yeah, it's almost like oh yeah, social worker. Yeah, sometimes as well, um, the pay. What? To be honest with you, I am I am more than a social worker. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking, right, like, if I want to be a social worker, I'm thinking, why should I be a social worker? What is appealing to be a social worker? They don't even make it appealing. No, but it's the love. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, because now, listen, I am a social worker advocate, trust me. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. But, um, like, the unions. No, and I'm, I'm going to say this, because the unions, I don't think they're doing enough. Mm. You, are you mad? You think I'm paying my little, um, my little £25 a month right here that, that, that you're getting my little shingles right here? What are you doing for me? Mm. What are you making happen? Mm. Yeah, right. If I'm a um, uh, what's it called again now? If I'm a um, what's it called again now? Um, uh, a union rep. Yeah, sorry, yeah. my brother. If I'm a union rep now, right? Yeah, right. Part of my job is to stand up for my people. Then, yeah, mm. right. Stand up. And I know there's been certain things behind the scenes, but it's not enough. We ain't had a strike yet. No, this is the mad thing. It's not enough. We've not had a strike yeah. yet. And, and but and guys, that is another app. That is another app. I'm just conscious of Bare this. politics and everything. There's yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Sorry, ultimately, sorry, sorry, ultimately, sorry. though, it there is a lot of work to be done. Mm. Um, and there are people in affluent places and spaces that can make those changes. Yeah. Um, I do think the groundwork really does essentially start at home. So what you can physically see, if you can impact a, a niece or a nephew or a cousin or whatever, trying to help out that way. And then obviously spreading your wings. If you go to church, if you do mm. certain little things that like you might even run into a young person in the, in the shops or have whatever, chat, like have a chat, converse with them. Like let's not be worlds apart. So we lose touch with like what's actually happening and we become desensitized when these things are happening. And then we're upset when other races are saying, well, that's all you're known for. And do you know what? Let them kill off, you know, themselves with each other. Um, which is stuff that I've seen, but it's very serious times. Um, the youth are our future, mm-hmm. essentially, and we do need to invest in our future. We need to think about what we're doing like as a unit, as families, whether it be families together, families who are separated, how our actions as adults, as parents impact those young people, and obviously what then they have to do, um, and so on and so forth. But it's been good having you on, Rob. It's been yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Where can the people find you? 
Oh my gosh. Nana does all this normally. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, you can find us on uh, Instagram, The Social Work and The Mentor. YouTube, The Social Work and The Mentor. Um, Twitter, The Social Work and The Mentor. Spotify. The Social Work and The, the Mentor. The Social Work and The Mentor. <laughs> um, Apple's coming soon. Pending. Oh, lovely. Um, also, Patreon. We're in, a, we're in the process of doing our Patreon yeah. for CPD. Um, yeah, man. Documentaries are coming. Films are coming. Yeah, I, yeah, yes. guys, mad, they, mad, they got mad, pure mad, stuff mad, coming. Just for the social workers, mad. I did see you guys on community care. So those social yeah. workers that are watching, see you guys on community care. Well yeah, yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Like these are doing, like I said, they're doing big things. Proud mm. of them as two black males, um, you know, within the professional fields, trying to make a difference for the professionals as black professionals, but also for the young people and children that they work with. So hand claps, make sure you follow them, make sure you subscribe and all of that great stuff. We are Mama Drama Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our videos. Make sure you like on Spotify. And guys, check out Drip Punch, yeah? Yummy. Yeah, Good man. stuff. Very nice. <laughs> Got different flavours out here. Oh, where are Drip, drip. <laughs>